everybody. Welcome to the 500 Greatest Films Podcast. My name is Hector. Sitting across from me is the Zucker brother to my Zucker brother, Mr. Keller Knobloch. Say hi, Keller. Hey, how you doing? I'm so good because we have such an awesome guest on the show today. He is, let me just set this up. He is an actor, comedian. You have seen him on so many great shows. I'm going to rattle some of them off. Brooklyn Nine-Nine, The Good Place, uh, Grand Crew, which is currently on NBC right now. It's on Hulu. It's on Peacock. Uh, my favorite maybe is Star Trek Lower Decks, which is great. But our guest, member of Memphis City, Kansas Breeze, Memphis <laughs> Kansas Breeze, <laughs> Memphis yeah. Kansas Breeze, yeah. <laughs> of course, we have to mention that. But our guest is somebody who I first met through doing improv in L.A. and was first exposed to this guy and his comedy from the team White Women, which is an improv team comprised entirely of black men, and is one of the funniest guys I've ever seen do improv in person. He's so, so great. Mr. Carl Tart is on the show today. Carl. Intro. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> Thank this you is for great. being here. This Thank you. Thank you for coming over. Really appreciate it. Thank you for complimenting this beautiful house that I live in. Oh, and my God. Hanging out. Y'all, if y'all were to understand how hard it is to get a house in Los Angeles, <laughs> all those credits easy. that he just named for you still can't afford a house. <laughs> we need to talk to them. We need to, we need to figure it out. Um, yeah, man, maybe not even with uh, bajillion dollar listings. Were you able to get any kind of definitely insider info? The, yeah, definitely not with that. CISO money? <laughs> <laughs> they paid us in, in pasta. <laughs> uh, Carl, really, really one of the funniest guys I've ever seen do improv. Um, and uh, really appreciate you coming over and deciding to talk about this movie. Now, this is something I hit you up. Did I give you a list of movies and you picked this? Or was I like, hey, we're doing Airplane? You gave me a few movies. Okay. And I think I picked this one. Awesome. Uh because you gave me a long list. Mm -hmm. You gave yeah. me the complete list. <laughs> All 500. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, what do I want to watch? Uh -huh. And what is something that I'm pretty good at that I already know well? And this one pops out. I said, you haven't done Airplane yet, right? Mm -hmm. And and I was like, that's it. That's All the right. one I want to do. And then I was like, cool. Uh, let's just wait until after a global yeah, pandemic three years happens. Later. <laughs> three years later. And you were like, three what? Three years later. <laughs> Uh, but this is great, man, because I get to, we get to talk to you about comedy and shit, which is which yeah. is awesome. But before we do, we're gonna have Keller hand the magazine over to our resident British announcer, Sir British Giles. British magazine, because Brit it's a British magazine, Empire magazine, and uh, so we like to have it read by our resident British announcer. He's Sir Giles. He, he lives, lives here. He lives in here and, okay. in the attic. Even and, Sir Giles getting some of his house. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> begrudgingly. It's Carl, only because he does this. Carl, if you want to uh, move in with us and take over Sir Giles' job, we will fire his Honestly, ass. Honestly, please. You were reading the intros earlier. Yeah, and really good. Really, really good. Really good, really good intro. Dulcet um, tones. But Sir Giles is there. He's a crusty old British man. He's been waiting forever. Sir Giles, whenever you're ready, go ahead and, and, and set up the context of this movie. Take it away, Sir Giles. 368 Airplane. 1980. Directors Jim Abrahams. David Zucker and Jerry Zucker, the greatest spoof ever made, taking every disaster movie cliche and twisting it until all the comedy is extracted, all the more ingenious in comparison to the lame mess of sketches that is spoof today. <laughs> oh, shit. That's right. a hell of a sentence. <laughs> yeah. uh, heading over to Carl first. Carl, if you want to unpack that more yeah <laughs> you you read that little blurb this was written in 2008 talking about the state of spoof then all those years ago uh what do you make of it do you agree do you disagree do you think it's the greatest spoof movie ever made uh it's one of them mm -hmm. i think the greatest spoof movie ever made probably is walk hard 
Oh my god, that is a hundred percent true. So yeah. good, so underrated. That one, that one's probably the greatest spoof movie ever made. This one is is great. Mm-hmm. I love the Naked Guns, of course. Mm-hmm. But uh, those this, those movies and this movie introduced me to like what my mother told me was called slapstick comedy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I was very young when I first saw mm-hmm. these, and they they would just have me laughing all day, you know. And it's nonstop. They got boobs. Yeah. So, like, Real split what else second. does an eight-year-old boy want? <laughs> a movie that's absolutely hilarious yeah. and then a split second of boobs. That's one thing. Kel and I rewatched this a few days ago, and we were talking about it's like the jokes per minute, like the actual speed of them, you know, and and then even, not even like sitting in. I'm so used to modern humor and modern comedy. And I think a lot of it has been influenced by awkward comedy, like British humor, where you just sit in it and you sit in a scene for longer and longer and it gets funnier because it gets longer and longer. These guys would go to a couple passengers on the plane, joke, 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 cut to another, pa- like just constantly. Yeah. So fast. And that's my, that's my style. That's, yeah. that's what, like, that, that influenced me right then. I was like, this is what I like. This, mm-hmm. this style is what I like. Like, Family Guy is my favorite show. I like, wow. I like. Fast and of, silly. Fast and silly, man. Mm-hmm, fast mm-hmm. and silly, I think, is just the most pure version, of, for me, in my opinion, mm-hmm. most just like pure version of comedy. I can't get with the British stuff all the time. Yeah, yeah. It, it gets a little too slow for me. It gets yeah. a little like... And then some people who I who do, I'm, I'm I, see, I'm the pretentious police. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so some people who are like, I can't watch a comedy if it isn't British. I'm like, okay. Yeah, the British <laughs> office some, is better. Okay. You're from Denver. Yeah, <laughs> relax. Shut your ass up. <laughs> That's true, man. Do you think that, like, speaking of being pretentious, do you think that comedy has has had to deal with that kind of attitude? I mean, do, oh, be, man. people being pretentious about comedy. Remember what you said the other day, Keller? What, no, you said. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you on the spot, Keller? Yeah. Remember what you said the other day? Yeah, man. I was Remember like, you said America has never produced a funny comedy ever. I did say that, Remember? and I stand by it. Remember, you were like, maybe Osama bin Laden had some. Oh I, no, I'm it's because some asshole on Twitter was like, uh, mm-hmm. I find that Martin Scorsese and people make funnier movies than people who make straight up comedies. Yeah, see, shut which up. is <laughs> it up. hurts shut my you brain. Please do. Fuck up. <laughs> we didn't until just now, but yeah. please do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at this. This 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 last sentence. All the more ingenious in comparison to the lame mess of sketches that is spoof today. Mm. Jesus Christ. Who wrote this? I, Some <laughs> British guy. I don't I don't know. He was British. Listen, Carl. Maybe lot... we're talking about like date movie or like mm-hmm. disaster movie. Mm-hmm. But those still then. have some they still got all Good of those bits. as as bad as those movies are. Mm-hmm. All of them still have great bits in. Mm-hmm. Yes, and even I don't know, like like you said, Walk Hard is definitive. I yeah. think the best a spoof will ruin the genre. Like you can't make a fucking music biopic in mm-hmm. a post Walk Hard world. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. why it blew my mind that Bohemian Rhapsody got fucking anything because mm-hmm. I was like, Walk Hard did this movie and made it funny. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So and the music yeah. was good in Walk Hard. It was so yeah. good. Like it was, yeah. it was just it was uh, you know. There, there weren't other singing. movies like that that not as funny, but like one that sticks out to me is uh, one that's very popular amongst the black community is called The Five Heartbeats, mm. and it's a it's a fictionalized take on a real group's life. Oh, okay. and there's a lot of comedy in it. It's, okay. it's like it's a dramedy. You know, there's a lot of funny. It was written by Robert Townsend, and you know he's a, a comedy guy, but it still has and it has a lot of you know, sad moments and, yeah. you know, drama moments too. But it's like, but Walk Hard was like a straight up, you know, like, and the Wayans Brothers, you know, kind of 
did very good taking it on after the Zucker brothers. Yes, I think yeah, they're like, probably the best yeah. example. Yeah, yeah. Don't, don't be a menace and scary movies are two on that top list of spoof movies. Oh, definitely. Are, they're up there with Airplane. Yeah. Agreed. Yep. Yeah. Yep. It's like them. Mel Brooks is up there. Yeah. Do we consider? Do we count Austin Powers as a spoof movie of like the James Bond in the '60s spy movies and stuff? I wonder if we do because it's mm-hmm. not like those vignettes that those mm-hmm. other movies have where they take. You know, actual pieces from all the other movies. I think that was more of a character piece. Mm-hmm, true. Like, and he, it was a spoof of those movies. But that's why the word spoof is sticking out to me too. Because mm-hmm. I don't know if I would use that word. Like, yes, it is sort of a spoof on the genre yeah. of these. But like, Walk Hard, Don't Be a Menace, Scary Movie all took like set pieces from yeah. the movies. But they all have their own stories yeah. still at the same yeah. time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I don't know. Maybe yeah, you would call Austin Powers. I don't know. May, yeah, and I also wonder about Galaxy Quest, which I also think is brilliant. But mm. it's like it's not a that's spoof. like a weird meta. Yeah, it's commentary. Like, it's its own, I don't fucking it's, know. It, yeah, it's kind of like it's Austin so Powers. Fun it's fun to it's, talk about comedy. Yeah, and okay. really break it down. Can I ask y'all something? Yeah. yeah, I always get these two movies mixed up. Please, okay. Galaxy Quest and Starship Troopers mm. are both of those comedies. Starship Troopers is supposed to be like an satire yes but it's not like overtly funny okay. yeah it's not galaxy it's, quest is straight up that was with tim allen, right? funny yes yeah. okay yeah. galaxy quest is with tim allen and they're spoofing the star trek tv shows and stuff with like william shatner and you know mixing up a bunch of that stuff and like keller starship said, troopers is one of those movies that like right wing people thinks awesome for the wrong reasons because they don't okay. get <laughs> that it's like making fun of you know, it has like the military industrial complex or something. Right. It has like fake little propaganda commercials with like little children being like, I'm doing my part. And you're supposed to laugh at that. But it's in the movie treated as serious. Yeah. So that's, you know, that's I haven't seen Starship Troopers in years. I need to rewatch that. Yeah. I but, remember not caring for it. Uh, but also I was too young. I was yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like idiocracy. Uh, yes. Yeah. That's one of those. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Did you did you like like airplane more as you got older, or did it just, does it always just go back to that pure eight year old version of Carl that watched it originally? Both. I think yeah. I get more jokes as I've gotten older. I think a lot of the jokes are dated now, which mm-hmm. is oh, funny. Yes. Uh, <laughs> very like, and but still in a funny way, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, release yourself of the wokeness. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> and just enjoy. It. But then, but also, but also, some jokes are just like, oh, it's not funny anymore. Yeah, like, and it ain't not like not from a woke standpoint. Just mm-hmm. like, oh, that just joke like, is literally doesn't not funny. Hold up, it yeah. doesn't make yeah. me laugh. Yeah. Like, yeah, and also, I was like, I was talking to Hector while we we're watching. It's like you can't show a child this now and then expect them to get any of it, right? Which is crazy because yeah. the movie was came out 1980 i watched it for the first time in like 1998 true yeah so that was still like 18 years yeah and that still held up i think it's when we yeah. lost uh real phones yeah it ruined everything <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah it's weird right uh carl i don't know if you noticed but keller and i are not black mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. it's true You're bullshitting. no it's true it's yeah, true i'm, I'm out of here yeah, Sorry. yeah I, know. <laughs> I only do black podcasts <laughs> so two but, three but uh what we we wanted to talk about like speaking of the stuff that doesn't hold up or mm-hmm. to let put aside the wokeness of of you know how we view movies and shit today like how do you feel about the segments in the movie where you have the black man speaking jive? Does that hold up? Is it accurate? Is it funny? Is it unfunny? Is it not hold up? So when I was a kid, I thought that was the funniest shit. <laughs> First of all, because black people did not talk like that when I was a kid. But also, they didn't talk like that in the 70s. Like when you think about that part, it was like it was over the top. And yes. I thought the juxtaposition of the of the 
Uh, subtitles. The subtitles oh, are really okay, funny. Yeah, and then, yeah. of course, when Barbara Bexley walks up, mm-hmm. like, it's one of the funniest parts of the movie because mm-hmm. she gets it like so well. Mm-hmm. But uh, here's what changed my mind <laughs> on that part. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah. I do, in theory, still think that's funny. Mm-hmm. And But... Then I learned about the politics of the Zucker brothers. Mm-hmm. That's what I was wondering. I was like, "Yeah, Blazing Saddles had fucking Richard Pryor come in and do a pass yeah. at mm-hmm. least." Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh. yeah. Once I learned about the politics, I used to have a friend who worked for a new company that they have, mm-hmm. and when she told me that that they were like, you know, big Trump guys, and like, yeah, I was like, "Oh, so they were like racist back then?" They were straight up racist. <laughs> Like the basketball scene, yeah, and, is, and so stuff like that, it, it changes its view in my mind. Sure, knowing sure, sure. where they're coming from with it, which you know? yeah, but it's still I, I still can say that you know they're funny jokes. I can laugh. Mm-hmm. Like, come on, man! Like, some I've I've just talked about this on another podcast. Like, some racist jokes can be funny. Like, <laughs> it depends on who they're coming from. It depends right. on yeah. I don't laugh right. at Nick DiPaolo's racist jokes because yeah. he's a racist, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but I can laugh at somebody else's racist like you know. The Jim Nortons of the world, who I know are well intentioned for the most part, you know, yeah, yeah, they yeah, say yeah. something that's like an observation, yeah, or something that they don't quite understand. Like, mm-hmm. but with this, those that's really funny how deep they get into this into the slang. Yep, and it's mm-hmm. like that you need, like even black people need subtitles. But I was like, yeah. I don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> but also, one thing you talk about watching it as I got older. Yeah, when I have watched it as an adult, mm-hmm. I understand the slang the 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 jive that's oh, okay. funny that's interesting and i'm like oh that's what they were saying just a frame of reference yeah as you get older yeah. yeah yeah and so but yeah that's her name right barbara bexley that was the lady's name right i think so i, I mean, think we'd so. have to look it up but there are some yeah. crazy uh cameos like when they're in the hospital scene and then that guy thinks he's ethel merman and then and it's, it's ethel, ethel merman, merman yeah, singing singing yeah that, that that thing was really funny. i love that bit i also think that one of the funniest performances in the movie and just like a great get and a great cameo, extended cameos, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Yes. He's oh. so funny in the movie. Seriously. And when he grabs that kid, he's like, listen, kid. Like when he <laughs> when he breaks the reality of like, no, I'm, I'm Stephen, whatever, ass. you know. Yeah. yeah, like I'm... I'm uh, Roger Murdoch. I'm Roger, Roger Murdoch. Murdoch. Yeah, Roger, Roger. Captain. Yeah. Roger Murdoch. Because <laughs> he's like so... Like Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, I don't know if he had... I don't know what his acting career was before and after this. It seemed like it was his first movie. This, I think he did after he did that movie with Bruce Lee in the 70s. Yeah. yeah. The the Tower of Death or the whatever it was. And he was awesome in that. But that's another like. Barbara Billingsley. Barbara Barbara Billingsley. Billingsley. But that's But Kareem Abdul-Jabbar in that film, that was another case of like they did 100 takes like per move Mm -hmm. in those kinds of Bruce Lee, Mm -hmm. you know. And he was fantastic and it came out. That at least makes more sense to me. Yes. For the martial arts to get those takes. (laughs) Yeah. But he was so funny and kind of like very subtle in this movie and kind of normal. And, you know, you play for the Los Angeles Lakers. No, kid. And he's like so adamant. Like, I'm a, I'm an actor. I'm a character in this movie. Like, stop commenting on that. I thought he was so. Yeah. And so that was funny. funny because at that time, the the thought of him was very, like, angry. And, of course, you know, when he yeah. when he became Muslim and that was at a time where, you know, when you did that, it was a pure sign of defiance and what they talk mm. what they took as like you know damn near communism mm-hmm, like against mm-hmm. the country that was you know terrible to us mm-hmm. and so and, and on the court he like and this is before so it's 1980 yeah so he, he's playing for the for the lakers at this point uh but in the 70s basketball was boring like people didn't watch it 
<laughs> and so winning in, time in 1976 Carl, what, what do you mean it was boring it was just all like fundamentals it was all like you yeah know. it was just like the nba was like too stuffy mm-hmm, you know and mm-hmm. it was losing losing uh you know yeah pizzazz yeah viewership and, and, viewership, and fans and yeah and especially black viewership mm-hmm. and so because black players like so 1976 they merged the aba which is this upstart league and, mm-hmm. NBA. Mm-hmm. and we got certain teams denver nuggets San Antonio Spurs, just to name a couple. Cool. And uh, the New Orleans Jazz, which are now the Utah Jazz. Yep, yep. And Weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So much jazz. Just in like Utah. Just change the name. Uh, you can change the name. That's yeah. a lot. <laughs> and uh, the basketball at that point, you know, finally was in a better place, mm-hmm. but yeah, it it was hated by whites. Yeah. That's so what, like yeah. white people, like the Boston Celtic purists, mm-hmm. were like, we don't like this rat ball, this street <laughs> ball. We don't like this type of stuff. We don't like because people were like flashy. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just just, you know, a, just more fun. Just a real quick side note. I remember the same conversation because because I, I didn't grow up in the seventies, mm-hmm. and you what? grew up in the nineties. I grew up in the nineties as well. I was born in the late eighties. I remember the same conversation happening around Tiger Woods and golf. Yeah. The same exact conversations, and they did a sketch about it on SNL, I think, or maybe Mad TV, one mm-hmm. of the sketch shows where they're like, they were making fun of what white people thought black people playing golf would turn the sport into, yeah, and they yeah. like, you know, exaggerated it and did this whole thing. So it makes sense to me what you're saying, where like, this is how people and white audiences were responding to basketball changing in the 70s and you're saying that kareem abdul jabbar was thought of as being an angry player yeah he was thought of as being angry he was he was kind of an angry man mm-hmm. like he had i mean he grew up in the 50s in america and <laughs> I, he was like, also what do you seven feet tall by he was by the time he was 14 years old <laughs> like he was a spectacle most of his life yeah and he was upset like they changed the rules in college basketball to make him less successful seriously mm-hmm. yeah you couldn't dunk for oh. like for like twenty five years, Jesus Christ. are you serious? Yeah, for like twenty five years in the in in the NCAA, you could mm-hmm. not dunk the ball. Dunking didn't come back until like nineteen seventy eight or something. Oh my god! It was Christ. like it was like he was in college in the early sixties, mid sixties, like nineteen sixty five, sixty four. Like they took away dunking for that time, so not twenty five years, but like a good fifteen years. Yeah, you couldn't dunk in college basketball. <laughs> Which because, is like why? Why? Because he's white getting guys too many guard. points. Exactly. <laughs> I know. There's like. You try to get them to explain that reasoning, and it's yeah, like, we're no. we're not. A, hey, we that's can't do unfair. It. We're just making it fair. We're just making it more fair because the the white guy at Villanova who's six foot five, trying to guard <laughs> seven foot one Lou Alcindor, like who's angry, wow. who's who's studying Islam. Yeah. Like, but then like and then in, like in games he would like you know, like some center would like elbow him too hard and he just turn around and just knock him out. Yeah. And so this movie, kind of was a. a a PR play for him to be mm. like, oh, this guy can be playful. Mm-hmm. Like he mm-hmm. can be, he can make fun of himself. He can make fun of himself. That's yeah. what I noticed too, is that he was in this movie and the movie was making fun of Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, the basketball player. The little kid is saying, my dad thinks this and this, and yeah. they, you're not doing this enough. And you know, I'm like, that's, he's like, listen, <laughs> yeah. listen kid, you try dragging Lanier and walking up this court, uh, 48 minutes. <laughs> I'm it's, busting my ass out there. It's crazy. He's like, I'm busting my ass every yeah. night. And I'm like, you're a pilot. What are you talking about? <laughs> you tell your dad to try dragging yeah. Walton and Lanier. So funny. So funny. So playful. And then also just another great moment with him was when they're doing that whole play on words. Roger, Roger. What's our vector, Victor? Uh, yeah. And then what was, what was the... Uh, Who's on first? It was like over, over. Because it was like mm-hmm. Captain Over was the other guy, yeah. you know? <laughs> yeah. It was exactly. It was who's on first. It was just classic stuff, man. I didn't get, when I was a kid, 
the uh, you ever seen a grown man naked, Timmy, or whatever it was? Like, oh, that yeah. captain's a pedophile. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the captain was a, a freak. He was, uh, yeah, he was being extra. Mm-hmm. No, he can stay up here, and that's he why they don't let kids in the cockpit now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not because of nine yeah. eleven. That's the reason. Of you got to take off your shoes and yeah, <laughs> no kids up there. Into a Turkish prison. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> um, do you have a favorite? Do you like gladiator movies? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. There was some really funny jokes in there. <laughs> yeah, considering how dark it was, and then also. Um, it was, I think it was, was it, I don't know if it was Captain Over or if it was the guy who they brought in who was supposed to talk to like the, you know, the, the guy landing the plane. Cause he was like some grizzled old, you know, uh, ca- oh, the guy with the eyebrows. captain, yeah. the guy with Lloyd the eyebrows. something. Lloyd then, Bridges. Yeah. No, no, no. Not him. But the other guy that they bring in, there's just so many white guys in this movie. There's, yeah. they all have great with voices. Eyebrows. They all great, sound like this. Yes. They all sound like this. This old classic yeah, white guy. Um, but there's a guy who they like call his wife. And she's and she's at home, or they're separated, or something. <laughs> she's in bed with a horse. She's in bed with a horse. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, oh, they just made a joke that she fucked There's a horse. Some crazy jokes, like <laughs> telling the story. Old lady kills herself. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> James Hong committing suicide. Yep. yep. The great James Hong, who was fantastic. Carl, do you have a favorite joke in this movie? Do you oh, have something man. that you still quote to this day? That's like from Airplane in 1980. Um, I really like the shit is hitting the fan. Because I love a good shit joke, especially with live shit. <laughs> Bring her the shit. <laughs> Somebody had like the prop guy had like plap mm-hmm. against the fan. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really funny. There's so many. The horse joke is very funny. The uh, now that I'm thinking, but actually, now that I'm thinking about that horse joke, is that shit racist too? <laughs> Maybe that's misogynistic and racist. It could be. It could be. I mean, again, we just confirmed that the Zucker brothers were big Trump guys. So, like, <laughs> it could stand to reason um, that that was some kind of a, a racist joke. Yeah. Oh, I'll tell you what my favorite joke Okay. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Which is a racist joke, but <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> uh, pardon me. I was just walking by and thought oh. you might like some coffee. Oh, yes. <laughs> Do sit down. <laughs> Why, thank you. <laughs> Cream? Oh, no, thank you. I take my coffee black. Like my man, and this is a little girl and it saying it cuts this. away. Yeah, it's a little and white. The little, the little boys, two like, little white kids. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they're both children. And so that made me laugh quite a bit when I was. And even that initial, those children acting like adults is very funny. Yeah, and then mm-hmm. that's was the way they tag it. Was that the first time the "I take my coffee black like my men" joke was like in something like you know because because none of the jokes that are in this movie like shit hit the fan Mm -hmm. like i'm sure somebody somewhere came up with so many of these (laughs) jokes and punchlines you know they're classic jokes literally another one yeah uh The guy, lloyd bridges case is like well he picked the wrong time to stop smoking yeah oh and then the wrong time to stop shaking (laughs) I think the wrong time to sniffing glue. And then, like, he comes back there and he's just like floating upside down. <laughs> he's so high. <laughs> that was funny too. And they got that's Lloyd great. Bridges to do that. Yeah, that's pretty great. I yeah, love. Was this so the first funny. movie where like these like classic 1950s and 60s I was actors wondering. started doing comedy, but they were like just playing it straight? I, is I, it before? I want to say like Mel Brooks. Did Mel Brooks utilize that same Mel joke Brooks too? Stuff was kind of silly. Yeah, it was silly, but was I taking, feel like he would get some serious. Maybe. people to be in it but i also think well it depends I it's like can't. yeah i i also think that i guess he, all of them pretty much straight up comedy people. yeah like right they're like tv comedy like from the carol burnett show and i shit, think there like were some of, western cameos and blazing mm-hmm. saddles but well to your point carl i wanted to say i didn't look it up but i think i remember hearing that airplane was the first movie that leslie nielsen did as a comedy yeah 
that like this turned his whole sort of career around because after this, the Zucker brothers did the TV show from the files of the police squad, which yeah. was the first naked gun. It kind of feels like a uh, 60s Batman to me in which those people were like Meredith Burgess. All those guys yeah. were like legitimate actors being in this yeah. super silly, mm-hmm. really campy, Batman you know, spoof show. Yeah, for was sure. it supposed to be campy back then or was it just supposed to be like funny? Oh, that's a good question. Uh, was it supposed to be funny? That's the thing. Yeah. Airplane? No, no, no. Oh. Batman. Batman? Batman? Uh, I think it's supposed to be yeah, funny. Yeah, I think so. But I, think I can't... It's straight up bits. It's it's tough because it's like also a children's like show. Shark like Shark Repellent? Kids. That's got to be a bit, right? Yeah. But I don't... Yeah, but that's... I mean, it's a good question. And I should know because I'm fucking superhero comic book expert, man. But like... But you haven't even watched that show. Really. I haven't seen enough. I've only seen like handfuls of episodes. And I don't know enough about the context and the history. Yeah. Right? If we're talking about... The mid 60s, late 60s, I kind of know about some of the context surrounding like the first Star Trek show and the politics of the time and all that, but I haven't done the deep dive into Batman. But I have heard people say, no, it was supposed to be camp. You know, that show would be airing and kids would watch it and think it was all real. And then the parents would laugh at this shit, like you just said, Because I've like, seen the oh. movie and I think it's a straight up yeah, joke. Comedic. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But like Leslie Nielsen doing this. He, I think he's talked about like it really like restarted his career. Mr. Magoo would have never happened. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because he. I mean, I had to watch a movie with Leslie Nielsen in high school mm-hmm. in my electronic music class. That was a, that was a straight <laughs> that drama. Was a dra- it was a space like a spacey type nineteen fifties. Oh, campy, oh just your... but we were learning about like the, the score and how. Like, oh, okay, mm. cool. <laughs> like and were you yeah. just cracking up every time Leslie Nielsen said anything? No, we no. It was like supposed to be serious. But and my teacher like he was like he was like there's a surprise in this movie. Did it take you out of it like, completely? A little bit <laughs> yeah. because we only knew him as Naked Gun, exactly, mm-hmm. and Airplane. You know, I didn't know that he was a serious actor. Yeah, he was like started in soap operas and yeah. stuff. Wow, and you know what's crazy too? Just in the past couple of days, I've been seeing people share this clip on Twitter and on Instagram and shit where it's Leslie Nielsen doing an interview and he has a fart machine. Have you seen that? Yeah, yeah. And he's leaning in and he's like, I don't I don't know about that. And the, and the interviewer, this poor guy's like, was that you? And he's like, I don't see anybody else in here. Like, without missing a beat. He's so funny. He's actually funny, But yeah. he's, he's just so committed. Mm-hmm. And like... That's the thing. God, he's the so funny The funniest shit movie. is when people commit. Mm-hmm. Like, no, yeah. everyone's playing it serious. Yeah. It's, no one's uh, winking at the camera. Do you guys do the thing too where anybody... Except for the guy. He's like, just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's maybe my favorite that bit. Guy. <laughs> that guy's so fucking throughout the whole movie oh what was that great joke where somebody asked him like what's uh what like what kind of plane is it he's like oh it's a big and red plane it looks like a a big tylenol (laughs) (laughs) that was so funny how about some Um, coffee no thank you yeah yeah how about some coffee do you guys whenever you hear somebody say the word shirley like every time can't be do you think about airplane i think about it nah (laughs) really (laughs) i don't hear the word shirley that much though either i think that's falling out oh shirley no we don't say that anymore yeah nobody says nobody says the word and also nobody's named shirley anymore i don't think no kidding (laughs) um yeah so so those are some of your favorite moments carl do you have a favorite performer in this movie somebody who you think is like just so like your favorite actor in this movie whether they're He's kind of silly or playing it straight. Most everybody's playing it straight, too, which is crazy. I think the main guy, Peter... Yeah. What's his last name? I forget. Uh, Peter Graves. Peter Graves. The, yeah. Wait, no, that's the... The dad this, from Homeward Bound? Yes. Is that the, is that Peter <laughs> Graves? Him. Yeah. So good. Yeah. He is so good. All of his like just ex- reactions to jokes yeah. are very funny. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like his face just getting confused. Mm-hmm. Him, and, him and Leslie Nielsen are great, and then the dude in the... It, 
in the control tower mm-hmm. that's doing all the and, yeah, and yeah, that's yeah. getting large. He's my favorite. <laughs> yeah. He's usually my favorite. Um have you did you do you guys watch Airplane Two as much as Airplane One? I've never seen Airplane Two. Dude, I don't think I've seen I it. did I saw it. Yeah. Is it good? Uh still got boobs in it. Okay, great. Uh it's Check. about it's about but space. Is it longer? Oh, that's right. Is they it... go they go to space. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, space shuttle. So the is boobs it... are weightless in yeah, space. Weightless, no. weightless boobs are floating around. <laughs> <laughs> no, they uh yeah, they go to space. It's not as good as the first one, but there's yeah. still like a lot of good jokes. There's got to be some. Mm-hmm. Yeah, You're going to laugh. He still gets his black jokes in there. He's like, about his love black jokes, which is, you know, sometimes it's funny. Like, mm-hmm. You just know who they are now. Yeah. Is yeah. It? That's the hardest part. <laughs> I need to go back and watch, because I used to watch Scary Movie 1 and 2 a lot, mm-hmm. like cycling mm-hmm. through those movies. I wasn't allowed to watch those movies. Does it? Well, we got to. But you've seen him, right? Or no. no? Oh, my God. I know. So here we have to do all of the Wayne's Brothers stuff. True. Because like Carl was saying, like, don't be a menace in South Central. Um, all of those are like so funny and so great. And even like Damon Wayne's doing Blank Man, I think it's like, I want to revisit Man, that. I haven't watched that movie in I know years. because I'm like, they're spoofing superheroes, but it's, but it's the, you know, a movie that is spoofing superheroes of that era, like 80s and 90s movies, not necessarily what is today. Okay. Anyway. The Zucker Brothers took over for Scary Movies 3 and 4. They directed those. Oh. So I'm really that's curious. That's weird. Yeah, I'm really curious to see like how the, the Wayne's Brothers... switch. Yeah, how they kind of picked up that baton, because they definitely did, with this kind of movie, and and started the Scary Movie sort of franchise, I guess, with this first two, which I think are still so super funny. Yeah. And I want to know how it translates with the majority of the I cast mean, the and everything. I two had jokes, but they yeah. weren't as good, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know? I think my favorite joke from like scary movie four or three was uh when the aliens they were like we don't know how they blended in they were just like in these costumes like, <laughs> like in like clearly you see them yeah. it's like how did we miss this <laughs> like, <laughs> they're just great. they've been walking amongst us and we didn't know and they're just like at the grocery store full alien <laughs> like that that but that those movies weren't weren't as good yeah you know? they weren't but maybe they're worth it just to watch it one time i guess i don't know what's the latest example of what? Of a movie this. like this? Like they came together. That is this? Yeah. Have that, you seen that? What? The David Wayne They Came Together movie. Uh-uh. It's like a rom com spoof yeah. with yeah. Paul Rudd and Amy Poehler. And yeah. It's the whole the state crew, Kim oh. Marino and everybody. No, I didn't watch that one. They yeah. do a lot it's of the. It's pretty funny. Yeah. And it's they got do some good bits in all it. All of the cliches and staples of romantic comedy. Yeah. Um, I think that, that Walk Hard is up there. I also think Pop Star. I never saw Angie Tribeca that show oh, wait, I, I enjoyed that, that. you yeah, did was, i enjoyed a few episodes of that yeah okay yeah. yeah um but let's ask the fucking pop star though yeah i think pop, pop star yeah so funny and even though i'm like i don't think i even saw the justin bieber documentary that it's kind of spoofing a lot of you saw the drum clip that's though. all i needed that's was the trailer needed. that's it uh, <laughs> uh carl did you ever watch the movie called airport which airplane is spoofing yes okay <laughs> yeah i saw that and poseidon adventure as a mm-hmm. oh, okay mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, I've seen the original Poseidon Adventure. Carl, what do you think is the, the new one? <laughs> the greatest comedy movie of all time? Do you have one? Can you even pick one? No. Yeah. What is is this your most beloved? This one? No. What's your Yeah. No, I would say I mean I I'd have to make a list. Like Yeah. Yeah. There's of course Don't Be a Menace. Mm-hmm. I've seen it a million times. I've seen it. This is this would be on the list. Mm-hmm. Walk Hard, as we already said, would be on the list. Mm-hmm. Um, this is your Mount Rushmore. This is your like top yeah. top. Yeah. Coming to America is great for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else we got? Man, it's just I really like funny movies. Scary movie. The scary movie one and two mm-hmm. were great. 
Um, gosh. What's another movie that I could just turn on? Tim and Eric's Billion Dollar Movie is always very funny. <laughs> and I didn't like, I didn't really like the show. Okay, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. But, because I, I just felt like he was like, making fun of those people <laughs> and they would say like well they're all sag actors like yeah but come on man that didn't take these two thousand dollars and you're a sag actor yeah <laughs> yeah carl let me try something on you just react however you would normally react i'm just gonna uh, throw something at you leah remini oh yeah <laughs> oh yeah big fan <laughs> me and hector <laughs> quote something you said in a podcast about Leah Remini. Anytime Leah Remini goes, you go, oh, she is so fine to me in that podcast. <laughs> yeah, Leah Remini's fine as hell, man. <laughs> oh, man. I used to watch King of Queens in the morning before going to school. It was, mm-hmm. it would like, and you come wouldn't on go to school. Channel 13. Wouldn't go to school. <laughs> would be <home>. too empty. <laughs> I can't, I'm tuckered out. I can't remember. I don't think it was Comedy Bang Bang because, like, Keller and I were trying to figure it out. We're like, he showed me this podcast years ago. It, it might was, have been Doughboys. It, it, it may have been Doughboys, but do you remember where you were when? When Leah Remini was brought up, and that's what you said. It was no. the funniest okay. shit ever. No, I do not remember that. <laughs> just like they were, a full conversation was happening, and they mentioned Leah Remini, and you're just like, she is so fine to me. <laughs> and it just totally diverted the whole. I just wanted to give you the platform to talk about how fine Leah Remini Leah is. Leah Remini is fine. Y'all don't think Leah Remini is fine? Absolutely. She is fine. Yeah. I'm glad she got out of Scientology. Yeah, when man. you said it, it spoke to me when you said that in that pod. I said, yes. That's why it was so funny. You got mean. She's mean on, on Casey Queen, you know? <laughs> exactly. Kevin James deserved all of that. Yeah. There's too. nothing more beautiful than a beautiful woman who's mean. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. We all like, we all, men are masochists. <laughs> Jerry Stiller. <laughs> that that relationship was always very funny. On that He's show. so funny mm-hmm. in that show. Did, were there any shows that like that show and like uh, Two and a Half Men? I would watch in syndication. That's yeah, great. but I try to like catch a new episode and be like, I can't watch it. I can't sit through it. No. Uh, <laughs> also, Anger Management, that other Charlie Sheen show where he was like, Oh, yeah, I haven't like, even seen that. Yeah, it was like a, a therapy group. That show would come on when I was in Amsterdam. Mm-hmm. And you're doing Boom Chicago. That's yeah. right. I remember. And I would watch that all day, because the only channel I would watch over there was the their Comedy Central, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Comedy Central Europe, mm-hmm. uh, Comedy Central, <laughs> it was, and they would play just like old com- comedy sitcoms and stuff. Yeah, and they had uh, they would play that anger management show. They would play Two and a Half Men. They would play Melissa and Joey. I watched like the whole series of Melissa and Joey. Every episode of Melissa and Joey. Yeah. Just all out of order, like, just whatever they're yeah, syndicating. Whatever they playing. Anything that's yeah. playing on TBS, basically. Like Yes, Dear was yeah, the show. I, yeah, I watched Yes, Dear. Yeah, Dar- the Dar- Dar- and Greg. You know, it's like midday. You just got home from school. You don't have practice The or Nanny. Yeah. And you just watch Yes, Dear. I've seen all the fucking and, uh, Nanny in syndication. What was the other one? where I, When I found out that the dad was British, it like fucked oh, me up. That was... Oh. Oh, damn it. Wait. Uh, I think I know exactly... What was that show called? Gonna break. Who else brain. was in it? Who else was in it? Man, I do not remember. But it was. <laughs> what was the premise? It was just a family it was sitcom. A fa- another family sitcom, kind of like Yes, Dear type of shit. Dad and was actually British. Dad was actually British. It was I think he was in The Full Monty. Like he was like the big guy. Oh shit! Oh, yes, yeah. he uh, played Fred Flintstone in the Flintstones movie. I know what prequel. you're talking about. Mark Addy is yeah. his name. Who yeah, is great. Yeah, Mark Addy. Oh shit! Uh, everybody. It, it wasn't King of Queens. It wasn't Yes, Dear. Everybody go watch The Full basically, Monty. Basically. I know exactly where it's like uh, yeah. grounded for life or 10 rules for dating my daughter. One of those that were yeah. all like, yeah, there's the John Ritter one. They all yeah. still standing. Blended still it. Still standing. standing. I watched the shit out of still standing. Yeah. Wow. That show was funny to me. <laughs> he had I a think good Mark Addy accent. Is very funny. Yeah, he was good. He was in Game of Thrones. He got killed he in season one, right? He was in a right? Knight's Tale. That's right. That's right. 
Man, that's so funny. Why were you bringing up these classic sitcoms? Because this is just the stuff that you... Talking about Leah Remini. Leah Remini. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. But no, just like why I thought Leah Remini's fine. Because like, like I said, the, the show would come on at like 7 o'clock in the morning. So yes. you know, like... Soon getting ready get for up, school, yeah. Getting ready for school, you're washing your face and shit, and I'm watching, my eyes are getting weary, <laughs> my back is getting tight. Like, and I'm just like, yeah, it's, it's I gotta time work to watch. for UPS when I grow have up. You, have, you, have you ever had a chance to meet Leah Remini? Nah, I never met Leah Remini. Have you ever been in like a social situation, happen. some kind of party? She's or the number one fan of this podcast. Dude, you gotta walk up to her and you gotta tell her that you think she's fine. Excuse me, ma'am. Yeah. I don't mean to be rude. And I know me, times are interesting these days <laughs> with this type of thing, but lady. Carl, this sounds like you've thought this through. You got a whole lot of ass. <laughs> and I wants to take you out. I wants to, uh, I wants to take you out. We having steaks for dinner. I expect you to stay. What movie is that from? Oh my God! What, what is, is that? that? Go ahead. I'll give you three guesses. Well, Damn it! I'm we're having gonna, steaks gonna... for dinner. I expect. Do it again. Do it again. Do it again. We having steaks for dinner. I expect you to stay. Oh, there was a hand motion this time. <laughs> yeah, it's like a matador pulling the Movement. chair, pulling the chain. A, a chain. chain. Oh my God! Black sake moan. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I've never seen that. Wasn't allowed I, to. I seen it one time. I, I want was to rewatch a it. Sheltered. I think it was child. good. When did that come out? Like two thousand nine, eight. Yeah, exactly. There? I was yeah. eighteen years old. Wasn't oh allowed to watch god. it. Oh my god. Oh my god. We got to watch Black Snake Moan. I didn't want to watch house. it. <laughs> oh okay. So we're the same age. I didn't. I didn't want to watch it. Oh okay. But I saw it later. Mm-hmm. Christina Ricci is really a chameleon. All yeah, I wanted to do was watch it, but I was like, I can't. She's a an incredible actor. She's so good. Yeah, she's great. <clears throat> uh, uh, what's that show she's just in? No, I don't know. Uh, Yellow Jackets. Oh, she's, she's good in that show. Oh, I didn't even know that was her. I watched oh, first man. few episodes. And I said, Christina Ricci, right? Oh, That's God. Wednesday Adams. That's she's Black so Snake good Mom? in it. She's got blonde hair. Uh, Trick Car- me, Carl. Have you guys finished all of season one of Grand Crew? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We finished okay. back in October. Is it ten episodes? Mm-hmm. Okay. Is has it been picked up for season two? Not yet. Oh, my God. Hopefully, when does this podcast come out? Uh, this is going to come out Monday. So I'm telling oh, people by then, hopefully definitely, soon. Easily. Hopefully soon. <laughs> With the, the latest, the latest news I have heard is yeah. that hopefully by the first week of May. Okay. Okay. You'll find so, out. Okay. okay. Uh, hopefully. Fingers you, crossed, man. I need. We're the putting money. it out. Yeah. <laughs> people yeah. buying houses. You need that house money. People buying houses. Trying to buy a house. But it is hilarious. Someone needs to put you in a movie. You, Carl, you're mentioning all these sitcoms and stuff and. um the thing I love about Grand Crew is that it feels modern, but it still has that feeling of like, oh, this feels like comfort. Yeah, like the type of sh- like like Friends, like mm. all of these shows that so many people grew up with watching, and you know the thing went for ten seasons or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, this could easily happen with Grand Crew. Yeah. Um. So, uh, what is your sort of like? How do you approach? different stuff that you're asked to do some of it's real silly some of it's a little bit more grounded like when you go into some a new project do you try to think about this is how i'm going to approach the comedy of it this is how i'm thinking about the comedy of this you know what now after grand crew Mm -hmm. honestly i've when i get offered to do something Mm -hmm. like i just did something i just worked on something this week yep that i'll tell y'all about i told you in the message Mm -hmm. we Mm -hmm. can't say it on the air nope okay but ndas but it is it is similar to what we are talking about right now in the same type of world. But uh, I was able to go. I knew that I could flex a little bit mm. in this and be I'm not scared no more when somebody asked me to do something like back in the day. Like, let's say I was on uh, when I did the pilot Lethal Weapon. Mm-hmm. OK, mm-hmm. I had two lines. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I have to be like, oh, I don't want to like how do I like I know because. A lot of times you'll audition for a project and you'll put your 
flair on it. You'll put mm-hmm. your spice on it. Mm-hmm. I put my stank on this part, and then I get to set, and they're like, "Do it as grounded as possible. Please do not do okay. anything that you oh, didn't notice." Like, Why the fuck did you book me? On yeah, like if you didn't want me. Yeah, like what not are even we doing. Let Carl not even for take two. Did they say okay? Now you maybe can put like some... take six oh. if they give me that many because mm-hmm. usually for day players it's like all right two okay moving yeah. on Whoa. like we gotta get yeah you're wrapped like yeah. get out of here after, so, after making you sit all day yeah. <laughs> like call times nine a.m. you don't shoot until five and you <laughs> get two takes and then like all right that's a wrap on uh, don't get your clothes uh, Carl dirty Carl Tate <laughs> oh no uh, it's tart thank oh, you Carl <laughs> and then um, and then like the really awkward everybody claps for you and it's like. I had two lines and y'all gave me two takes. Please don't make everybody clap for me. Oh my gosh! Uh, no, wow. uh, no. Were you saying that you had a fear when you did this? When you yes. Did, so back wow. then, in those days, I had a fear of like you know doing too much. Mm. Them telling, like them telling me to bring it down, was all. It, it always felt like a a, a knife, a knife, oh, a man. hot knife. Damn. Well, it's like because it was like, damn man, don't like, be yourself. Don't be yourself. Don't mm-hmm. don't do what has gotten you to this point exactly mm-hmm. so what am i supposed to do mm-hmm. like y'all could have got any old asshole for this if you want i thought you wanted me and now after yeah. grand crew now that i've been able to flex myself a little bit more and i get the freedom to do what i want to on that show mm-hmm. which is you guys actually like first improvising stuff or is it no, pretty it, it written like improv it's written but like, okay we'll, we'll, we'll like tag scenes yeah, and stuff yeah, like yeah. that and do little that's cool i'll get to make certain choices that yeah are mm. like I, I get to take words and at the beginning there was a bit of a like a bit of a tiff really like, i don't want to i don't want to call him out he's my guy but he we all have the same goal and that was to make the best show possible yes absolutely and i was coming in and doing my thing yeah i'm like i'm gonna do what this is yeah. and phil my good buddy phil jackson the creator of the show yeah would be like okay let's let's get a grounded take let's do it. and oh, i'm like oh, phil that is this is that's, that's the way I you do. are in your real yeah, life. This, this is, is Carl. This like, is what I do. Uh, and it's supposed to be friends. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is a heightened version of me. So, and 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 then the network started being like, we like when Carl goes oh. crazy. And so I walked up to Phil, pissed in his mouth. And, no, <laughs> no. Just yeah, yeah. You're like, <laughs> open your mouth, Phil. Open your mouth, Phil. Oh, this you, was the agreement. You Sorry, Phil. Phil. You, did the, you did the slap boxing yeah. with Phil. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? Uh, I, and then I, hugged I, it I, out. Closed fist slap boxing. <laughs> mm-hmm, and you know, mm-hmm. now we're a great friends. No, no, no. But like it was he wanted me to he want he never had my like He's not trying injury. to tear you down. He wasn't trying to tear me down. No, he was no, just no. trying to he make a like, show. I'm trying to make the best show I can. For sure. Like, for sure. So like if it looks like it's over the top or whatever, mm-hmm. I at least let's get a couple takes where it's not that. Right, right, right. And then I'm like, yeah, but you're making a new show. I understand yeah, the nerves. Yeah, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's all nerves. It's all and so once finally the like the people were like no, I like Carl's take yeah. this time. I like yeah. this take. I like that That's take. That's great, man. Was, so now when I go into a set, like the project that I was working on this week, I'm able to be myself. You That's go for awesome. It. You I'm go like, for it. Yeah. This is why y'all hired me, right? Yeah. Because this was an offer. This wasn't an audition. So you getting me. Yeah. And uh, and everybody claps. And you're like, claps, yes. And the claps are fine. <laughs> exactly. You're happy with the claps. You Finally, want the claps at that this point. This is what I want. Uh, That's awesome, man. Carl, has there been something that's like a dream project of yours? that you haven't had a chance to do something like it yet, but that you would love to do comedically, dramatically. I have another question. Anything. Yeah. 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 Now we just get to ask Carl Tart questions yeah. and shit. This is something great. involving sports. Oh yes. yeah. What about I've, sports I've, I've done sports things. Mm-hmm. What's the best sports spoof? Major league. Major mm. league. It's not a spoof, but like just yeah. like a comedy movie, but that's great. Have league. you seen bash bros? No, you, it's a uh, 30 minutes. Is that the one with, uh, 
Uh, is that the HBO one Andy with Samberg Andy Samberg and Akiva? I did watch that. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's mm-hmm. fun. But they, they like weren't really allowed to use like Oakland A stuff, right? Like, oh, yeah, I yeah. think so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is yeah. annoying. I think they said like fake player names, I yeah, think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it was fun, though. It was mm-hmm. fun. Yeah. I love those guys. So what kind of sports thing would you want to do? I'd want to be Serrano in Major League, which mm-hmm. is probably, they probably wouldn't let me do that now. <laughs> they probably would just. You just got to write a new Major League then. person. Yeah, man. Reboot Major League. You know, we'll talk about this off air too. Okay, okay, okay great. Okay, great. <laughs> Good. That makes me happy. That makes me happy. <laughs> but that's what that would be a goal. Okay, excellent. Or what else? Something football. Like something yeah. like I like when Ballers came out, I was like, man, that'd be fun. Oh, to man. be a funny football player. Yeah. yeah. Are they still doing that show or did that show wrap? Nah, that's over. That's over. It's over. Okay, cool. And then yeah, something sports wise that's also funny. And I've done sports movies. I mm-hmm. like I told you I was in the Fincher commercial for mm-hmm. Adrian Peterson. I was uh, I was in Moneyball as an extra. Mm-hmm. I played baseball. I was in a show on HBO that used to be with Thomas Jane called Hung mm-hmm. when I was like oh, 19. okay, yeah. You can see me as a little 19-year-old now, you know, <laughs> uh, playing base, playing high school baseball. We're going to find it. Yeah, you're going to find it. It's in like the first few episodes, I think. That's great. Something um, like, you're, you're describing something like Eastbound and Down, some kind of comedic but yeah. related to the world of sports. Yeah, yeah and man. the thing about the thing about Eastbound and Down is that Danny McBride couldn't throw a baseball very well, <laughs> and I can. Ooh. Oh, see? Mm-hmm. Ooh, uh, heat. Not a Ted Lasso situation. You can actually do it. Yeah. Is Ted Lasso... Have you seen Ted Lasso? I don't watch it. Okay. It soccer. It's yeah. soccer, and mm-hmm. it is funny. Mm-hmm. But they got real, like real soccer players, right? I think uh, some of the actors yeah. are real soccer players. Yeah, but some of the actors like, are actors, actors, and yeah. they, you know. But then you've also got people that are they're all fucking British. They they're, play you've soccer. also got you know managers, announcers, all the people revolving the world of. But you want to play like an athlete in a thing with a comedic t- twist on it. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, that's awesome, man. That's the goal for me, cool. or like a music biopic. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm really big in sports and music are like my two biggest. Beautiful things yeah well dewey cox uh, the thing i think about all the time is like isn't he gonna play he's like no he has to think about his entire life (laughs) before he plays every time that honestly would be like a dream if i got to do a tim meadows type Uh, in that movie or yeah besser too besser was really funny in that movie yeah absolutely like if i got to do something like that that would be the goal tim meadows in pop star is so fucking funny yeah, yes where he's like what's w- what's this new thing he goes okay but you are gonna like it it's Did very similar it's like you are gonna like to the it dewey, <laughs> yeah he's a dewey cox character manager like, and stuff yeah this yeah, stuff yeah. makes you really happy yeah. stay away from you it. don't want none of this shit. yeah <laughs> <laughs> keller what was your question for carl uh that was at what spoof would you mm. what would you want to spoof in the mm. way the airplane spoof disaster movies the music world and the sports world yeah, yeah. I love it, man. Carl, thank you so much for coming by and hanging out with us, dude. Thanks for having me, man. This was what a pleasure. It was like a straight out of Compton comedy. Oh, ooh. A biopic, music, comedy. Uh, yeah, do you have oh, any specific... Hey, cut this out. Okay. okay. No, okay. <laughs> okay you don't okay. want nobody to steal that idea. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Sorry, 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 writing it down. Okay, so Grand Crew is currently on Hulu right now. It's on Peacock. Yes. It was airing on NBC Go watch it. It is so damn funny. It's like a new Friends, but actually has black people in it, which yeah. is great. Which is great. <laughs> Aisha Tyler still in it. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you know the guy named Gunther died. The guy yeah, who played Gunther, he died. Not, not too long after he, they, they did the Friends reunion special. He had well, a see you call. next week. Well, that's such a bummer. Um, but uh, uh, Carl, any final words on Airplane? Anything else that you want to say about this movie? It's you know, legacy. It's it's a funny movie. Mm-hmm. I think you were right when you said don't show it to your kids now because they probably won't get it. They, it pro- if your kid is a student of comedy or some bullshit. <laughs> if your kid's uh, a student of comedy today, 
tell him to go outside. And <laughs> <laughs> You're not gonna make when I was, any money. I was a student of comedy, but we didn't, have, we didn't have we didn't have TikTok exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah. no, nah, com- airplane's great and uh, it's really funny, and a lot of the jokes don't hold up. Watch Major League. There you go. I haven't seen Major League. There you go. You gotta, gotta watch Major League. Major League. You should that. watch that. I'm I want to rewatch this. One of All of the Zuckers, even one of the directors of Airplane. He went on to direct the movie Ghost with Patrick Swayze, ah, which Jim is Abraham's? crazy. Yeah, wow, that guy. So yeah, I've been wanting to rewatch the Naked Guns and the and, and Hot Shots Part Two. Oh. Yeah, Hot Shots Part Two. Sh- Hot Shots is fun. We should have mentioned to this to you before. But oh shit, we have to. We do have to pick that. This was a list made in 2008 mm-hmm. by a bunch of British people. So we are asking our guests to contribute a movie to a list of 500 greatest films. Uh, so literally any movie in the world. We're making a new list, a better list, an updated list, a modern list. Yeah. So all you have to do right now, Carl, is provide us one movie. It could be the one we just talked about. It could be Airplane. Mm-hmm. It could be something you saw last night. It could be something else you grew up with. But something that you feel is deserving of being one of the 500 greatest movies ever. <sighs> We've said it mm-hmm. five times yeah. this episode, but I think I got to add Walk Hard to this list. Yes. Thank you Let me so much. Let me double check to make, make sure, sure nobody has that. And that if somebody nobody has, else we'll fight let them. me know who it is. Oh, nobody's picked it yet. Nobody's picked it. That's we perfect. Everybody's bad. That's perfect. <laughs> uh, and then just kind of real quick, final word on why, you, why you're picking Walk Hard, a Dewey Cox story. I read it like this. Mm-hmm. Who directed it? Let's Google the director of Walk Hard. Oh, yeah. Who did direct it? Uh, wasn't it? No, it wasn't. I think Apatow was a producer, right? He didn't yes. direct it. <clears throat> classic, classic movie. Walk Hard. A Dewey Cox story is going to be the pick uh, from Jake Carl. Kasdan. Jake Kasdan. Walk Hard, 2007. Yeah. Director Dewey Cox story. Jake Kasdan. <laughs> Kasdan's take on many different He's films of the musical nature combined. In totality, <laughs> what the reason totality. for living? <laughs> Perfect, brilliantly um, said. Sir Charles, get the fuck out of here! Brilliantly said. Walk hard. Is it? No, a, man, is it's, it's just a funny ass movie. It's a yeah. parody of a biopic. Like mm-hmm. I love actual biopics, and mm-hmm. parodies yeah. of them are great too. And mm-hmm. it. It's the best. It's like they're, you know, goes through the history of rock and roll. Watch Walk the Line yes, first. Yes, yes, If it's you so, haven't. It's so perfect. Yeah, watch that, that first. Preferably. Watch Ray. Yep. <laughs> watch Walk the Line. Watch Ray. Watch. Uh, watch any uh, a Beatles movie. A Beatles movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, um, to I, get that yeah. scene with all the Beatles is so funny. <laughs> you got to love the Negro, man. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. Uh, yeah. So thank you again, Carl. Thank you. This was hilarious, man. Please, everybody, watch Grand Crew. We got to get a season two. Carl's trying to buy a house. Yeah, I got to buy a house. Come on. I got to get one of these. Anything else you're trying to plug? Yeah. Anything else you can point people uh, to? Listen to XOXO Gossip Kings. Mm-hmm. Uh, on Headgum or wherever you get your podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, Watch reruns of King of Queens, Leah Remini. Yes, shout Leah out. Leah Remini. Shout out Leah Remini. She, man, she's so fine. She's so fine. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Do all that. Do all that. Keller, what's the next movie on the list? And I'm going to try to figure out where people can watch it. What do we have after Airplane? Cabaret. Cabaret. Oh, my God. Where the heck can we stream this movie? I'm checking right now Probably on Criterion <clears throat> or something. Let me check. Let me check. Let me check. Our next movie is Cabaret. And it is Bob from Fosse. 1972 and can't stream it anywhere. It's just rentable. So sorry. Sorry, Shit world. Out of luck. All right. Well, guys, we'll be back in a week with the episode on the movie Cabaret. Thanks again to Carl Tart for being so funny and so cool. Watch all of his shit. And we'll see you guys later. Bye. Bye.